The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Yes. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the college experience. My name is Colby Dant, AKA the Dantabase. And I'm doing a solo show again. Solo top 25 show Dantabase official rankings. Yeah. Patty C. He had prior engagements. And also I made, I called an audible when he told me he had some stuff going, you know, uh, coming from the sports gambling podcast wedding of Sean green. I, we were up in the Santa Barbara, uh, region of California. Um, te- not technically not Santa Barbara, but right outside of it for the wedding. Congrats to Sean and Tess. Fantastic wedding. I got some incriminating photos of, uh, of, of a few of, of a few people. We're going to have to share those at some point. And, uh, Yeah. It was just a good old time struck out with the bartender, but Hey, these things happen, you know, but anyway, so I was planning on coming back to Los Angeles and recording the show with Patty C, but Patty C had some shit come up in his life. And I said, you know what? Perfect. Cause I'm, let's just, you know, I'm, I was in, in, in the mood to be adventurous. And I went over to Sequoia national park. We used that little hotels.com app, got myself a little hotel with me and my dog mud you know, just getting into some nature, trying to find myself out here, starting to eat some granola, shit like that. You know what I mean? Went on a little hike, got some crisp air, you know, it's getting chilly over in, in, that's like kind of Northern California, I guess. I don't know, still Central California, but much further North from Santa Barbara, a couple hours. And yeah, so this is, this is actually the first ever podcast from the road in Sequoia National Park, man. You know what I mean? Doing it big time. But I'll be honest. I, uh, I, I didn't catch much college, ba- college basketball, college football action because of the wedding. I caught like the nine to, to noon slot out in California. So the noon to three for you on the East Coast. Um, but I mean, uh, I'll put it like this, guys. My my six pack, I went six and zero. Oh, uh, which last week I went five and one in the six pack. So when you add those up, I'm eleven and one in two weeks, rebounding from my one and five performance in Vegas. And 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 you know, Rooftop Nick did send me over some information. This is why you should listen to the College Experience, is because Rooftop Nick says out of all of our locks, he did the math on this. We are forty eight. 26 and one in our combined 
blocks, and I actually think that's 49, 49, 25, and 1 uh, because because he misread one thing. So, I mean, that's like, what, 65% or something? I mean, come on. That's against the spread, guys. We do a six-pack every week. We publish it on uh, on a sheet on Fridays. We will publish it on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. It will also be pinned to my Twitter account. And we pick every game. Any Every game that we can get a spread on, we pick. But um, just food for thought. But also, if you listen to the Sports Gambling Podcast with Sean and Ryan, I pick my six games there, and that airs every pretty much every Wednesday. You can hear that. So, look, there's many outlets you can get these things from, but we're, we're doing pretty good right now. And I, I'm, you know, struggled, struggled a little bit out the gate, week two specifically, but we're, we got, we're, we're back on track where we're supposed to be. But what a wild weekend, huh? I mean, I, I've recorded all the games. I just haven't had a chance to get home. I mean, I have the uh, YouTube TV app, and I got the iPad here, so I'll probably watch a game or two tonight. Uh, from from this weekend, but I know, I mean, obviously the big ones are uh, Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech losing at Old Dominion. And guys, I wasn't shocked with that. Actually, some people, uh, I mean, I think uh, Pat had it as one of his, one of his locks, but I, I'm afraid to take locks like that. Um, mainly in-state battles where, you know, look, Old Dominion, two years ago they won 10 games and look they looked like shit this year they really did look like shit so i i thought about it but i just thought man old dominion's full of a bunch of people from the virginia area for the most part i bet maybe some north carolina people in there and i'm and i bet you they sent their tapes to virginia tech and virginia tech did not even respond so you know they're going to have a chip on their shoulder it's like going into a hornet's nest because kudos to virginia tech playing at old dominion and that's what I mean when I say the SEC does not play enough road games because something like that can happen. You know what I mean? Where you go, I mean, look, they the SEC played one out of their whole conference, one away game outside of the Power Five. Only only like f- not many away games in general, even considering the Power Five. Um, I think Vanderbilt at Notre Dame and I think Missouri at Purdue would be the others. But out. Group of five, they only played one game, and that was Arkansas at Colorado State, and they lost. So, need I say more? And I'm not shitting, I'm not going to make this all about the SEC or anything, but I'm just saying Virginia Tech comes into Old Dominion. Old Dominion had looked like garbage the week before. You know, I, I threw some light money on them to beat Charlotte. Charlotte was driving on them all game. But I do think Bobby Wilder is a good coach, so he somehow channeled that in and and they knocked off the Hokies, and since then, I think the Hokies even dismissed uh, their their top sack leader on their defensive line. But, I mean, what a while week, and also you had uh, Army. Army took Oklahoma to overtime. I didn't catch any of the game, but uh, once again goes to show, I, I via Twitter last week when I was getting in the argument with the SEC fans, they were shitting on Army, and I'm like, guys, Army's team won 10 games last year. I think they won seven or eight the year before, and they're no slouch. I mean, look. My my thing is, like, on the spreadsheet, I took Army because I knew they're a good football team. And if you're looking past them, they can t- – it's like Navy. It's like Jeff Monkin's a good coach at Army. And it's like, if you if you ever – like, how many times has Notre Dame lost to Navy in the past 10 years? Probably three or four times. If not 10, maybe 15 years, three or four times. And that is because they're a good football team. And if you underestimate a good football team, I don't care where it's at, you could lose that game. But obviously, if it's in a way, but 
Army came in, did their thing, and almost won the game, apparently, and uh, kudos to them. But uh, I wasn't that shocked by that. I mean, I was shocked, I guess, I went to overtime, but I was not shocked that they, they showed up to, to play a game and, and kept it competitive. Uh, what other takes? I mean, Alabama apparently looked great, but once again, I wonder how good A&M really is. Well, I mean, Wake Forest fired their defensive coordinator, rightfully so. I think they're like 112th out of 130. Uh, what were some other the big takes? Central Florida looked good. Penn State, Penn State looked good, I guess. They, they threw it on late. Me and Patty C were at the uh, USC-Washington State game, and that's kind of a crazy game because I really feel like, although we were getting intoxicated, I really feel like Washington State was the better team on that field. I don't know how they lost the game. When I, I remember waking up the next day, and I was like, how the fuck did they lose that game? I know USC blocked a big kick and, and had some, some decent, questionable pass interference calls on Washington State late in the game, but, I mean, I still thought if you, just feeling the feel of the game and being there it just felt like Washington State dominated that game, and it's amazing they lost. But kudos to USC for getting it done. Uh, Ohio and Cincinnati. You know, uh, I, I I had Ohio. I covered on that one. It was one of my six. I also had it as I, I I told the audience to sprinkle some on money line. I was going to do that. I actually didn't get the bet in, but I was going to. But they, they got down to the one-yard line and then threw a pick and lost the game. Uh, Maryland took out Minnesota, which I called. Um Flex first road game this year at, at Minnesota and Maryland's back on track. Um, Purdue showing up against Boston college. That was a little shocking to me. Our guy, our guy called that, you know what I mean? A uh, couple, couple, couple of our guys called that, but I, I thought it was going to be a close. I didn't know which way to really go on that. Cause I, I knew Purdue was good and better than their own three record. Very misleading considering they lost all three games in the final minute or two of the game. And two of them were on some very questionable calls. Um, so, so, that was a big win for them. And then, and then you got, I mean, Buffalo coming into Rutgers was huge. Um, what some of the, the big, I mean, obviously Stanford, Oregon, I missed that game entirely. And from what I understand, Oregon should have won the game, but, but they gave, they gave the game away essentially. And Stanford ended up winning it in overtime. Um, what else? Illinois state beating Colorado state was big FCS. Illinois state was good. They were good last year. They're good. Shit. They've been good for like three or four years, maybe even a little bit longer than that. Uh, Pretty shocking, though. It makes that Arkansas loss look re- re- Arkansas loss to, to Colorado State look really bad. Florida State got off the schneid, finally got, got the win covered. I almost put that in my six-pack. Um, what else do we got? Urban came back, looked good. Some Kansas State fans are pissed. They lost by 29 to West Virginia. I see people calling for the heads of Bill Snyder. That's just absolutely fucking retarded. Okay, he's having a down year. He, they were the worst. Do you realize you were the worst winning percentage of all college football prior to Bill Snyder. Yeah, okay, his team looks like it's going it looks like it's going to be a challenging year. But another thing is I'll say is he always starts slow. We'll see in the middle of the year, later in the year if they they step up. Texas plays at at Kansas State this week. I wouldn't be surprised if Snyder even even, you know, worked his magic there, but uh it does seem like a team that just doesn't have as many playmakers as the normal uh Bill Snyder team and also a little weaker on the uh, offensive and defensive lines. But hey, he's two and two. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he can get six wins. I mean, even look, even if he goes two and ten, you can't fucking fire him. You can't fire him. You can't. He's earned it. All right. But but I still think they're going to win a couple more games, surprise some people. His teams always do. Uh, just we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, what else? Uh, 
TCU lost at Texas. Kudos Tom Herman getting it, getting it done in Austin. It's going to be interesting to see them hit the road at, at K-State because they're 0-1 technically on the road, even though it was a neutral game, but it was pretty much at Maryland. Um, and then I'm going to address a lot of these on the, uh, on the podcast, Texas tech with a big win looking, looking pretty strong. Um, yeah, so we'll, I mean, I'll get in once I do my top 25, you'll, I'll pretty much be able to talk about the rest of these and, and why, why I got teams where I have them. So yeah, uh, crazy weekend, good times. Um, so with that, let me just tell you that the Sports Gambling Podcast Network and the college experience is brought to you by MyBookie. Sign up over at MyBookie.ag and use the promo code SGP. Well, there's many promo codes you could use here. SGP25 if you sign up over past 7 p.m. on the Eastern Coast time zone. You can get a free $25 play. Do that. Or you could, if you've never been with MyBookie.ag, you sign up. We use the promo code SGP100 to claim your 100% deposit bonus. Uh, they got a motto there. You play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. So there we go. Uh, okay. Let me get, let me just get to the top 25 here. All right. The real way, not the bullshit way. You know, I mean, I think I've seen so many, so many experts tweeting about how shitty the, uh, the top 25 has been the preseason top 25 and how, how certain teams are ranked there. You know, I, I saw Joel Klatt post about it and Hey, we're doing it the right way over at the College Experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I don't care if you have a problem. People were shitting last week saying, hey, how do you have Duke ahead of Alabama? Well, Duke's played better teams. It's that simple. And we'll, I'll go through it again when, when I get there uh, in a little bit here. But with that said, my number 25 team in the country is the BYU Cougars. Yeah, you're saying, yeah, they weren't in the top 25 last week and they played McNeese from the FCS and and... McNeese is a good FCS team, by the way. Uh, they have already beaten Nichols, and Nichols won uh, at Kansas. And Kansas looks to actually be somewhat average, maybe this year. They're not they're not as terrible as normal, and they're just uh, I mean they're good. McNeese is always good. Uh, I mean at least they've been good for a while, uh, past couple of years. So, but also what happened to help them? Okay, so BYU has one loss, and that's to California, and California is in my top 10. Uh, and it was a close loss. They barely lost to Cal. They, now, they also have some road victories. They won at Arizona. And what did Arizona do this weekend? Arizona won at Oregon State pretty, pretty easily, too. So that, that scored some points. That registered some points for them. And also Wisconsin. They won at Wisconsin. Wisconsin went into Iowa, got things done. Huge game for them in the division. So, uh, but that also boosts BYU's schedule. So that's why, even though they're they do have a loss and and uh, it was a close loss, but they've they've won on the road. They've beaten two power fives on the road, beat a good FCS in McNeese, and I got them as number twenty five in the country. Bring it if you got differences. Bring it. Number twenty four. I have the San Diego State Aztecs, and San Diego State man. Okay, let's just break it down here. They have a loss too. I think out of my top 25, I only have three teams with losses. I think. No, four teams. Um, San Diego State could easily be undefeated. They, they really outplayed Stanford the first half of the first game in Palo Alto. 
if it wasn't for some kind of freak plays, they threw a, like Stanford threw an interception and uh, that San Diego state linebacker or defensive end, I forget what it was, was returning. And it was almost going to be a pick six and he fumbled very a la Leon let Don Beebe and uh, really still like Stanford ended up scoring right before the half taking the lead and, and Stanford did dominate in the second half, but uh, I think that was a, a high caliber loss at at uh, Stanford in the way they played, especially in the first half. It, the scoreboard's a little bit misleading on how that, that got done. Then week two, they beat Sacramento State, which is actually a decent FCS. And then week three, they beat Arizona State. Arizona State, although two and two, their losses are at well, Washington, where they actually played much better than I thought they would. And, and Herm Edwards has got that. That's going to be a tough team. Uh, all of a sudden, I mean, it's really hitting, and I'm like, this is going to be a tough team. And also Arizona State, won, they beat Michigan State and UTSA. UTSA won this weekend. Michigan State won this weekend at uh, undefeated uh, Indiana team. And also they beat Arizona State with their backup quarterback, should I mention. That's, that, that means, wow. And also this weekend they beat Eastern Michigan. Now Eastern Michigan, they're 2-2. Two and two. Eastern Michigan won at Purdue. Purdue's a solid team. I don't care what you tell me. They're 1-3. and three. They're a solid team. I don't give a shit what you say. They're a solid team. Um, so I got San Diego State coming in right there at, at number 24. I think they're a tough team. I think they're going to be con- continue to be good uh, as the season prolongs. They're going to be a tough out for anybody that plays them. And uh, yeah, I got, them at, I got them at 24 right now. Uh, at 23, I have the Auburn Tigers. Okay, look. Auburn... You don't have a road victory yet that I, I mean, that game against Washington does not count as a road victory for me. That's a home game to me. Uh, so I'm giving you that. You lost at home to LSU, but it was a close one, but that's a bad loss to lose at home. But you, you, you handled business against uh, Arkansas. So you got some power five wins. That win against Washington, regardless of it being a, you know, pretty much a home game, that's a great win. It's a great win to have. So I'll honor that. And uh, so you beat Arkansas, who looks like dog shit. So it, it's, but it's a power five. I kind of give it some love there. Played Alabama State. That, that's just an absolutely terrible game that should never be scheduled. And you lost to LSU. So, I mean, you could maybe argue this one. But, hey, I got them at number 23. They've won, they beat, they beat uh, Arkansas pretty bad, even though I think Arkansas might have even outgained them. But, okay, uh, coming in at number 22 is the North Texas Green machine or mean green or whatever the fuck it is. Quarterback Mason fine. That guy's a stud. I was watching tape on him all off season. Big fan of the guy. And this team actually has a legit shot. Pope, if you look at their schedule and I think I talked about it on the last podcast, they have a legit shot to run the table. Uh, if they win this week, this week, they're hosting Louisiana tech, which is a tough out. They gave LSU all they could handle last week in Baton Rouge. But, uh, it's, it's a tough, if they can get past Louisiana tech, and then go from there. They, I think they should be favored in almost all their games, except the, I think their season finale or maybe the second to last game of the season is a home game against Florida Atlantic, a rematch from last year's Conference USA Championship. So watch out for them. I mean, they could, they could run the table here and be the group of five bid. Uh, so I got North Texas. They, they, they went to Liberty and beat Liberty pretty bad. As you saw, Liberty Liberty's a weird team, I guess. They... they they destroyed Old Dominion. Old Dominion beats Virginia Tech. Hey, I don't I can't figure this shit out, but hey, the quality road win, 
They beat SMU. SMU beat Navy. They had that helped their resume some, and they whooped up on Arkansas. So on the road. So I uh, give it up for North Texas. Coming in at number 22. Uh, at number 21, I have the NC State, North Carolina State Wolfpack. I got to admit, I was a, a skeptic a little bit. I thought I was impressed for the way they beat Marshall. I didn't see the game, but I was ex- expecting a closer score. And when you look, look, they had a game wiped out because of a hurricane. Um, but they got a win against James Madison, which James Madison is a very good, if not the best FCS school. I'd say second best or easily top two or three. So, and if you were to put JMU in the FBS, they'd probably be in the top 40 teams in the country, maybe 50. Um, I think it's a great win. And then also they took care of Georgia state. Georgia state's kind of shitty. And then they won on the road at Marshall, but they're undefeated and they got a road victory. I'm going to honor it. And they had a game taken out because of a hurricane. So their resume is probably not as good as, as some others, but it's a good road win. They're undefeated. I'm going to give it to them. But I do have a one-loss team above them coming in at number 20, the Washington Huskies. Now, I know what you're thinking. Oh, how can I put Washington above Auburn? Well, because Washington went all the way across the country, and they barely lost that game. It was a road game for them. And look what else they've done on the road. They beat Utah on the road. Tough place to come in and get a win. And they took care of Arizona State. So in my opinion, they have two victories that are pretty outstanding. One of them being on the road. Auburn does not even have a road victory yet. Um, so I think, I mean, proof's in the pudding. You know what I mean? I think they, they have a better resume at this point than Auburn, despite Auburn beating them. And yeah, we'll see how it shakes out. Once Auburn gets a road victory or two, that might, that might switch up a little bit, but okay. Coming in at 19 is the Syracuse Orangemen. The Orangemen are undefeated, and they're putting up lots of points. They took care of business against UConn, one of the worst teams in the American. And, uh, hey, they did what they had to do. They came in, they smacked them, and they they put up points in, in a lot of games, and they're undefeated. You know what I mean? They got a road win at uh, Western Michigan. So, hey, it's not a bad. I'm curious to see. Well, they, they play at Clemson this week, so we'll see how that goes. A little revenge game for, for the Tigers. We Tigers. But I got him at number 19. And at number 18, once again, it's a team that had their, uh, had their, <laughs> I mean, I guess you could argue NC State could switch with this team, West Virginia, at number 18. But West Virginia, they did look pretty darn good in the way they blew out Kansas State. They also blew out Tennessee, but Tennessee looks fucking awful. I mean, Kansas State doesn't look very good either. So I, get, I think the jury's still out a little bit on West Virginia. They got a nice win over Youngstown State. But Youngstown State, who was supposed to be a good FCS, uh, they're not doing so good this year. They lost to Butler, one of the bigger upsets in the F- on the FCS level this year. So, uh, I mean, look, they're undefeated. Two Power Fives. That's basically why I put them ahead of NC State, is they have two Power Five victories right now. NC State has zero. Um, so, there we go. Number 18. Number 17 is the Buffalo Bulls, and I'm, I'm really high on this team. I mean, they, they beat my Eastern Michigan Eagles when I called Eastern Michigan uh, during my 1-5 week, or no, I think 5-1 week. And uh, I was high on this team in the offseason, but I just thought Eastern Michigan was a little bit better. But Tyree Jackson, a quarterback, NFL prospect. They got the receiver 
NFL prospect. This team's good. And I mean, look, they went into Rutgers and they fucked him up. Now, I know Rutgers is uh, really underachieving to me this year. I thought they were going to be much, much better on the defensive side of the ball. And they're, they're, But kudos to Buffalo. They beat Temple. That all of a sudden looks like a decent win. Temple some you know beat Tulsa pretty bad, even though they, they lost the yardage uh, in that game. And, and Temple, the, the one loss on Maryland's schedule right now. And the, the, the win against Eastern Michigan looks pretty good. So uh, give it up to Buffalo, the Bulls from the MAC. Uh, I, I'd love to see them continue to make a run. Uh, okay, coming in at number 16 is the Cincinnati Bearcats. Give it up for Luke Fickle because they were getting their ass kicked by Ohio. I, was, I got to watch this game entirely. Uh, and they came back down. They were down 21 nothing. Came back, won the game. Now, you could argue they got a little... Fortunate because uh, Ohio got down to their one, the, the Cincinnati one yard line with about two minutes left in the game, maybe even a little less. And uh, they almost score on a play. And then they line up from shotgun from like the inch yard line. Like they're really close. And defensive player blasts through, knocks the receiver back or the running back back four yards. Then they, 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 Ohio calls a third down play or a second down play from the, uh, from the four, they throw a pass. It gets intercepted. But I just thought, personally, Ohio, what are you doing in the shotgun at the inch yard line? I just think you line up, do a quarterback sneak, you win the game. But, hey, kudos to Cincinnati. They did what they had to do to pull the win. And, I mean, even if they had, not, had lost that game, they, they, they showed a lot of heart coming back against a pretty good Ohio football team. Um, so I got the Bobcat or the, the Bobcats, the Bearcats at uh, number 16. They're undefeated. Now, this is a little bit, when you really dive into it, you could argue how good is this team? But they got some road victories. They won at UCLA, a neutral site game against Miami, Ohio. But I will say when you look, the overall strength of their schedule so far is pretty dog shit. I think Ohio, though, is a good football team. They're going to end up good. I think Miami, Ohio could also rebound some and maybe even make a bowl. UCLA, I don't see really anything coming from this year. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, but they're undefeated. Alabama A&M being in their fourth, their fourth, or, yeah, wait. Yeah, fourth victory. But hey, I, I've been impressed with the way they played. Uh, okay, coming in at number 15 is the Colorado Buffaloes. My Colorado Buffaloes. Look, once again, this is one where you analyze the schedule and you're like, well, I don't know how good they really are. They had, the, they had a bye week. And uh, so they dropped some spots, ended up at 15. They got a road victory at Nebraska, but you got to wonder how good is that Nebraska win? Nebraska got killed by Michigan and also lost at, uh, against Troy. I still think Nebraska is better than their performance at Michigan. And, and, and in hindsight, because I think I took Nebraska plus the 19 for this past weekend, and I lost. So, I mean, I didn't bet it, but on the spreadsheet, that's what I put. But in hindsight, I should have been more aware because Martinez was injured, and he wasn't going to be 100%, but he, I think he ended up playing. But another thing is that's his first road start. He's a freshman. I sh- you always got to pay attention to those things. When it's a freshman quarterback going on the road, that's always a bad look. That's always a bad look. I mean, Rutgers did it with Ohio State earlier this year. Um, but I do think Nebraska is still better than their performance on Saturday, and I, I do think they would have already had a win had that Akron game not been canceled, although Akron's not bad. But it is what it is. But the Buffs got that road win in, in a hostile environment. I give them a little bit of credit there. The Colorado State game, uh, they blew them out. But you got to wonder how good of a win that is. Illinois State beat Colorado State. Colorado State beat Arkansas. Really tough, tough to tell what the hell's what. 
but uh, and then the Buffs beat New Hampshire, which is a solid FCS. Oh, hist- you know, the past ten years, but even New Hampshire themselves is struggling on the FCS level a little bit this year. So jury's still a little bit out. They get UCLA on Friday on ESPN in Boulder. I expect them to be four and zero, uh, and then they get Arizona State in Boulder, and that's when we really find out uh, how good they are. But I do think this is a good team, and obviously I'm a little bit biased, but I, I'm a big fan of the, especially on the offensive side of the ball. I think they have a good offense. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go down to number 14 here. But before I do number 14, I want you to, to tell you guys that the college experience is also brought to you by OddShark. Head over to OddShark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends that simply you will not find anywhere else. You can follow them on Twitter at OddShark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. By the way, the guy, I forget his Twitter handle. I don't have it. I'm not prepared for this. The guy who called me out saying I'll take any of you, any of you uh, fuckers from the gambling podcast. I think he was more so directing it at me and Kramer. Uh, he didn't submit me his picks. I invited him to. I, I, I tweeted it out. I don't know if you saw that. The SEC homer. Um, he said he was busy doing something. But after, look, I appreciate the guy. He's a listener. But in general, you didn't send me your picks. You said you won your game. So how the fuck do we know that? I went six and zero. Look. I don't know what to tell you, dude. You had your shot. All right. I'm not going to fucking retweet you now. You know what I mean? You had your shot. Talk to me though. I appreciate you as a listener, even though we obviously argue about shit, but I'll say this, man, not to dive into it, make an all anti sec episode again. Uh, Tennessee looks fucking awful. Tennessee looks absolutely fucking awful. I don't know that they're going to get an sec win this year either. I don't know, man. Arkansas looks pretty awful too. Maybe t- I wonder if they, pl- I think they might play each other this year. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, what's up, man? Six and oh, I want to talk some shit because dude was coming at me because I had a one of five week. Shit happens, dude. I got years, I think four years of, of data that I'm over 50% every year. College football, college basketball, I'm even better, but I don't have four years of data for college basketball. I think I have two, maybe three. Uh, but yeah, bring it, man. All right. Coming in at number 14 is the Central Florida Golden Knights. Dude, great win. Florida Atlantic, I thought this would be, I mean, I actually took on the spreadsheet. I took Florida Atlantic plus the points. Almost covered. But Central Florida looked good, man. They looked good. I've been, I've been, I wasn't expecting, I thought they were going to take a major step back. I thought they'd still be like 8-4 and four this year or something like that. But hey, man, this team might have a shot. I mean, I do think the American is going to be tough for them to run the table. I think they play at Memphis. That's going to be a tough game. They get South Florida. It's going to be a tough game. I even think, I even think like, I don't know if they get Navy, but some of the other, the, the middle of the road teams, East Carolina is a lot better than they, I, I, than, than I thought they'd be this year. Um, Temple looks, looks solid. Uh, even, even Tulsa, Tulsa, dude, Tulsa almost beat Texas. They outgained them, I think. They missed three field goals. They lost by seven. It was tied up late in the fourth quarter. So that conference is is legit. And so I don't I think they I think they're not as good as last year. But I, I still am very impressed by how good they are this year. And they got a road victory at UConn. I know that doesn't mean much, but they've been blowing teams out. And they had a twenty point win or a twenty one point win, whatever it was against Florida Atlantic. That's impressive. I don't care what you say. They won ten games last year, brought ten starters back on defense. 
so Florida Atlantic has skill. You know what I mean? Devin Singletary is a beast. He'll be in the NFL. And uh, yeah, so 14, I got Central Florida. Now at number 13, I have another America team, their rival, supposedly. South Florida, the Bulls. Now look, South Florida beat East Carolina only, I think, by six or seven, but I think East Carolina is better, a lot better than I get. I thought they'd be this year. And then South Florida got the road victory at Illinois, essentially. It was at Soldier Field, but that's still at Illinois. Um, and they had to eke that game out. But, hey, kudos to them. They beat two power fives. They beat Georgia Tech the week before by double digits. They beat Elon, who was a decent FCS. When you look at that resume, it's a pretty good resume. And also, I mean, two power fives. They're 2-0 against power fives. It was an ugly win against Illinois, but hey, they did what they had to do to win the game. Kudos to them. That's why I got them ahead of Central Florida right now. So they have two. Now, another thing that sucks for Central Florida, just like last year, the hurricane ruined the Georgia Tech game for them. That would have helped their strength of schedule for that bullshit invitational. Uh, same thing happened this year. North Carolina, even though North Carolina is not off to a great start, but North Carolina did pull out a victory against Pitt. So, hey, I don't know. Uh, it would have been cool to see them come to Chapel Hill and get the W, but... I don't know. We got to do something. They got to fix this like hurricane shit. This thing's happening all too much. Uh, but okay. At number 13, I do have uh, South Florida. So number 12, back from dropping out of the top 25, the Stanford Cardinals getting their first road victory this year. And that's a big road victory. Not that I think, I, I'm, I think the jury's still out on Oregon. Like I said, I didn't watch the game, but they had the worst schedule out of anyone of 130 teams, in my opinion, for the first three opponents. So I did not credit them at all. I still don't have them anywhere near the top 25 because they've played one tough opponent and they lost at home. Now, from what I understand, they were in control of that game. And it was like a late f- a fumble by, uh, by Oregon that really gave life to, uh, they were running out the clock and I guess Stanford tied it up. And then in overtime one off of a, uh, kind of a volleyball tapped pass that the receiver tipped to himself, but Hey, it is what it is. Stanford got the W on the road. Stanford also beat San Diego State. That's a qu- looking like a quality victory. Stanford beat USC. USC comes back, beats Washington State. USC is two and two, and maybe not as bad as we were one, we were thinking a week ago. Even though I still question how good they really are. But that's three caliber, three good caliber wins. So Stanford coming in at at, at twelve for me. At number eleven, I have the Clemson Tigers. We Tigers. Uh, look. I know Georgia Tech sucks, but they got a road victory at Georgia Tech, so that's they, they have, what, two road victories now against A&M and Georgia Tech? That, that's a nice resume. Georgia Southern they beat. Georgia Southern might actually actually be doing some things this year in the Sun Belt. So, yeah, I mean, two road victories, I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Uh, so Clemson coming in at number 11. Number 10, well, you're just going to have to hang on for number 10 because the college experience is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL, well, it's a fucking awesome app. College Experience is brought to you by the by BetQL, and it's all, BetQL is also the only mobile app. I'm fucking this up. I'm doing a Bill Burr right now. The College Experience is brought to you by BetQL, and BetQL is the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And the best part, BetQL is free to download from your Apple or Android device. Head over to BetQL.co to download the app today. Whoa. That was tough. It's just mountain air, man. Dude, have you guys ever been to Sequoia? Okay, they got these big-ass trees. It's this awesome national park. Or it's, it's pretty badass. But it runs along like this river. 
uh, and it's just badass. You ever get a chance? Uh, it, it's like Yosemite almost, or what's what's the, the redwood forest or whatever the fuck with those gigantic trees. I've never been to the redwood forest, but they got those trees like that that are just ridiculous. They look, they look like they're out of fucking Lord of the Rings or some shit. But I highly encourage you guys if you ever get your, if you live in California or if you ever get to California, take a trip, bring the kids, bring the wife, whatever. Dude, it's fucking cool. It's really cool. Talk about some natural beauty. You didn't know that about the Danta Base. Danta Base, big fan of natural beauty. <laughs> uh, I feel like a fucking idiot. Okay. At number 10, this is time for the top 10. <laughs> the Georgia Bulldogs at number 10, looking good, man. Looking good. I mean, I, I personally don't know how good Missouri really is. I thought they should have lost to Purdue. I thought it was a very questionable uh, uh, overturn of a touchdown by Purdue. I personally didn't think they had enough to overturn it, but hey, but Drew Locke's good. Uh, senior quarterbacks are always tough to, to play, especially on their home their home field, and Georgia came in and handled business. Only caught a little bit of the game, but uh, they look good, and when you mix that with the South Carolina win at South Carolina, I mean, South Carolina went into Vandy, won a part of my six-pack, and uh, they whooped Vandy's ass, and that, South Carolina's a good team. I, I, I believe in South Carolina much more than I do Missouri, but Missouri still could be good. I just want to see more. But they got two caliber wins on the road. And at home, they beat Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee, jury's still out. They only have one win, and I think it's against an FCS. And then they beat Austin P. And, uh, I mean, whatever. Uh, that, I shouldn't even mention that fucking game. It's disgraceful. But they got two good road wins. Kudos to the Bulldogs. Georgia's at number 10. And, uh, yeah, number nine. They drop a few sp- spots because, because yeah. I mean, look, I think Army's good. Army won 10 games last year. I think Jeff Monken's a great fucking coach. However, you still got the win, so I'm still putting you in the top 10, but you did slide from number five to number nine, and that is the Oklahoma Sooners. Oklahoma, look, another reason they slide a little bit. Florida Atlantic loses to Central Florida. Oklahoma whooped Florida Atlantic's ass week one. Now, I know Iowa State did take care of Akron, but they're still... We got to see how good this Iowa State team is. They got a great test coming up this weekend at TCU. And I, you know, I, I love Matt Campbell and I'm pretty high on this Iowa State team, but until I see more, another thing is UCLA looks like dog shit. So, I mean, I know they didn't play this past week, but uh, when you look, when you look at the schedule, they got, they do have a quality road victory against Iowa State, but Iowa State is what, uh, Iowa State is one and two, I believe. So, when you add that, look at UCLA. UCLA is winless. Florida Atlantic, I think, is two and two. And uh, and yeah, and then Army. I mean, shit. You can maybe. I mean, Army's good. Army might be the best team they played. <laughs> I mean, I think Iowa State's gonna be at the when it's all said and done. But as of right now, Army's the best team they played. Uh, but yeah. So I got them at number nine. They were they 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 were really convincing the first couple of weeks, and it's kind of trickled down. They're trickled out or whatever the fuck you want to say, but uh, they don't look. They didn't look as good to me against Iowa State, and they were playing against Iowa State's backup quarterback. And then obviously they had their struggles with Army, but hey, they got the dub. I'm, you know, Lincoln Riley. At the end of the day, if you can just get the, get the wins, that that's what matters. But obviously that that is going to cost you a couple spots right now. But if you keep winning, you'll get back up there. Okay, number eight, the California Golden, very golden Bears. The California Golden Bears, man. I mean, you got you got to 
you got to give it up right now because they have the win at BYU. I mean, I know BYU just beat, uh, you know, McNeese, but I still think that's a quality win. At, I mean, in Provo, fucking, that's a great win, you know? But Cal had the week off. Now, you're thinking, well, how the fuck did they go from, they were number nine last week, now they're number eight. How do you gain spots when you don't play a game? Very good point. But it's not only that, it's BYU won. And then, who was the other team to beat? North Carolina won. North Carolina beat Pitt. So their resume got a little bit, little bit better. And they got a huge game coming this week. Oregon travels to Berkeley. That's gonna be, I, I'm fucking excited to watch that game. But yeah, and obviously with Oklahoma kind of struggling. So I got Cal at number eight. And at number seven, I mean, this team, you could maybe argue this team should be higher, but we just got to find out how good Florida is. But number seven, the Kentucky Wildcats. Give it up, Mark Stoops. That's, this is, that's, this is what he's doing is great. And I, I mean, dude, I was kind of high on them coming into this season, but I, I was honest. I think I looked at the schedule and I was like, damn, it's a fucking hard schedule. But I thought, you know, Benny Snell, they returned They got NFL talent on this team. And look, they went into the swamp and beat Florida for the first time in like 30 years since the days of like Emmett Smith or some shit like that. And they're good. This team's legit. I mean, I picked them on the spreadsheet to, to cover against Kentucky, or not against Kentucky, against Mississippi State this week, this past week, but they just kind of handled Mississippi State. And I was pretty high on Mississippi State this year too. So, I mean, those are two great wins. I mean, they beat Central Michigan. I don't know how good of a win that is right now. Central Michigan doesn't even have a win against a uh, FBS yet. And then they beat, who the fuck was their other win? Oh, it was the FCS. Uh, so, I mean, look, they got two good wins, I think. So, but I'm, I'm pretty high on them. And they got the one road victory at the Swamp, which is a, always one of the tougher places to play, even though we don't really know how good Florida is. Florida destroyed Tennessee. But once again, that might not be saying shit. I mean, I, I, I have watched a little bit of Tennessee this year, and I have not been very impressed. So we'll see. But the, the Wildcats are at seven right now, and shoot, they got a big game coming up again. They got South Carolina, I think, coming to Lexington, if memory serves me correct. That's going to be a huge game. They win that, man. Shit, they might be in my top. I don't know. We'll have to see what the way it shakes out. But All right. And at number six, I got the Notre Dame Fighting Irish getting their first road victory. Notre Dame jumping up from seven to six. And mainly because they whooped Wake Forest's ass. Now, I know it's Wake Forest. I mean, Tulane almost beat Wake Forest. But Dave Claus is a good coach. And uh, it's a road victory in the way they did it. Made a quarterback switch, by the way. I think that was solid coaching by good old Brian Kelly, who I I can't stand. But hey, I thought he made the right decision by switching quarterbacks. And once again, you look at that win against Michigan, Michigan blowing out Nebraska. I, that helps. That helps the Notre Dame resume. Uh, the Vanderbilt Vanderbilt's three and one, right? Or no, two and two. They're two and two now. But Vanderbilt did lose, so that kind of hurts the resume. But I don't know. Vanderbilt still looks decent to me. And then. Uh, well, shit, Ball State lost too, but I don't know. I'm just giving them they they they, they had an Oklahoma style win like at Wake. They just whooped their ass. I mean, Wake's defensive coordinator got fired because of the game. So it's really like how they did it that that really registered points with me. And their first road win, they had only played home teams before. So you could probably argue them in Kentucky, but I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't know. I think what well, they got three Power Fives. They got three wins against Power Five. Kentucky only has two. Need I say more? Boom. All right. Number five. 
I got the Penn State Nittany Lions. This is a fucking weird team, though, man. They they should have lost to App State Week One. They somehow pulled that out. Very much like uh, I'm hearing. I haven't watched the Army Oklahoma game, but App State was actually. I thought they dominated that game against Penn State, but Penn State found a way to get the W. Then they whoop up on uh, on Pittsburgh. Totally destroyed Pittsburgh, but it was it was very late. It was a lot like the Illinois game, but it was at Pittsburgh, and they blew them out. I think fifty five to like ten or some shit like that. But uh, that's a quality win against Power Five. And then they they were home to Kent State, blew out Kent State by like fifty. So that was like two fit like forty point wins in a row. Kent State actually played Ole Miss tough too. Fucking Ole Miss. I I, I still don't believe they're legit. But hey, I think that times their offense could be money, but Kent State kept that thing close for a long time. And uh, Kent State's one of the worst teams in the MAC. But I do think Kent State is getting better with that coaching hire they did. Um, however, Penn State also at Illinois this past Friday. I didn't catch the game. I mean, I caught a tiny bit of it, but they blew out Illinois. But once again, they kind of did it like they did with Pitt. It was a close game for like three quarters or two and a half quarters or three and a half quarters. And then all of a sudden, boom. So they got like three 40-point wins, two of them being on the road. I'm going to credit that. And I also think, like I said, they have two wins against Power Fives and then App State, which I think App State, it, there's a very good chance App State only loses one game this year, and that was the one to Penn State. So uh, I got Penn State at number five. I mean, they've been blowing teams out. I'd say the only, I mean, there's about, there's only like two schools that have really been blowing people out, and that's Penn State and Alabama. Uh but obviously Penn State had the overtime win against App State. Alabama didn't have anything like that. But Alabama also hasn't scheduled as good as Penn State, I don't think. But, okay. Alabama's my number four team in the country. And once again, I think when you analyze this, you're like, man, they look amazing. They look amazing. You can't deny that. They look. I've never seen a quarterback that good at Alabama. But here's the argument on the other side. The other side is, who the fuck have they played? Louisville is, uh, I mean, I, I, that was part of my six-pack. Virginia minus five at, uh, against Louisville. Louisville's terrible, guys. I, I mean, I think there's a solid chance Louisville only wins like three or four games this year. I mean, Petrino is going to earn his money to coaching if he can get this team to a bowl. I mean, they're very fortunate to be two and two right now because they they were tied at halftime with Indiana State seven to seven. They played... I mean, they blew, blew them out in the second half, but that's a terrible FCS that was 0-11 last year. And then Western Kentucky. I mean, they needed a touchdown in the fourth just to beat Western Kentucky. <sighs> well, those cupcake games are over now. Now you got to go play the ACC schedule, and I don't think you're very good. So I think there's a solid chance that's a three or four win team when, when by the end of the season, maybe five wins, but I don't see that as a bowl team right now. Uh, and then what Alabama played Arkansas state. Now that's probably, that's actually looking like their best win right now. I mean, A&M is probably legit, but who knows? Um, uh, Ole Miss, like I said, I guess what they're three and one. How can I, how can I, how can I, they're three and one. They've won the games. They've had to win the Texas tech wins starting to look pretty good, but I will say that was kind of a, I don't know. That's a good win. I'll just give you guys the credit. It's a good win. Even though the quarterback got taken out, it's a good win for Ole Miss, but Ole Miss looked like shit to me against uh, Southern Illinois. Gave up almost 700 yards of offense. And then they got destroyed by Bama. You know, 62-7, to seven, that's a really bad loss in your own backyard, too, in Oxford. And then they, they looked like shit against Kent State to me. They got the win. They pulled away, but Kent State, like I said, one of the worst uh, 
schools in the country, really. And uh, at least basing on last year, I do think this coach is making some some solid leeway, actually getting them to to have some offense. But I still don't think they're very good. But and then and then A and M A and M is two and two. Now, granted, A and M's losses are to Clemson and Alabama. I mean, that's pretty ridiculous. But give me the quality wins: Northwestern State and Louisiana Monroe. Those are terrible wins. So the resume is just not there yet. If anything, I you can almost argue Bama needs to go further back. But I'm going to give it to them because it's the way they're winning. And uh, and I actually think Texas A&M is going to be like a seven and five, eight and four team. And Arkansas State is a player in the Sun Belt, so I think it could end up being two decent wins. But at the moment, we can't really tell much from the resume. And people are going to flip out because my top five didn't change. I'll just tell you that right now. My number three team. Same number three team as last last week, and I thought they would drop some, but really when I compared the resumes, that's the Duke Blue Devils. Duke Duke got the win against North Carolina Central. Now now, North Carolina Central is like an average FCS team, so if anything, they they should have won by more, but they still won by a, a decent amount that it didn't really hurt their ratings. And I would think normally you would drop, but here's the deal: Duke beat Army by like twenty five points. Duke beat Baylor by like 25 points. Well, guess what? Army just looked pretty damn good in Norman. So that, that win started looking way better to me on the resume thing. And also Baylor beat Kansas. Now I think, you know, Kansas is Kansas. They've been awful, but Kansas whooped Rutgers. And look, it's a different Kansas this year. I'm not saying they're going to, they're going to be good, but they're much better than the normal Kansas. We've seen the past 10 years, in my opinion, experience wise, athletic wise. So, that those kind of help those wins. And like I said, even the Northwestern one, Northwestern beat Purdue. Purdue's looking better. Um, they got two power five wins. Uh, I, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, how the fuck is Bama behind or behind Duke? Mainly just because I think at the moment, Duke's resume is better than Bama's. That's it. It's that simple. I do. I think Alabama would destroy Duke. Yeah. By 30, 40, 50 points. But right now, based on resume, it is slightly better than Alabama's resume, I think. Uh, Duke hosts Virginia Tech in Durham. Uh, I think Virginia Tech might be in fuck you mode because of that. But yeah, okay. Number two stays number two for me, Ohio State. Uh, They whooped up on Tulane. Okay, Tulane, kind of underachieving for me. They lost two close ones to UAB and Wake which really is probably going to fuck my uh, over six wins or over five. No, it's five wins, over five wins, because I said they're going to go bowling, but they still could. But they I, they also switched their offense, which I did not know that they would do. Uh, what happened to the triple option and, and, and with the green wave? But look, all these schools, look, I got LSU still at one. LSU beat Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech, I think, I think they're going to be a solid uh, mid-major this year, you know, but we don't really know. Ohio State has three wins over power five schools. Uh, one being kind of on the road with TCU, which was nah, not kind of on the road. That was a fucking road game. Even though the fans were all there, I don't care. They went, had to go to Dallas or Fort Worth, wherever the fuck that stadium is, and they got the win. Uh, I know that Rutgers and Ohio State look like dog shit, but at least they have three power five wins. And uh, yeah, I don't know. You could, you could make an argument here. You could say Duke's wins are better than Ohio State's. But the TCU, especially as TCU lost... I don't know. It's getting a little, getting a little, I, I need to see, see, because Duke played North Carolina Central. 
I had a really tough time with the top five because LSU beat Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech, it's not like Louisiana Tech had a quality win. I mean, you look, they're like, oh, they're three and one, but who the fucking, who knows how good they're going to be? I think they're going to be seven and five, eight and four, and be a bowl team. We're going to find out more this week. Louisiana Tech plays at North Texas. Duke gets Virginia Tech. Ohio State gets Penn State. And Alabama is a 50 and a half point favorite against Louisiana Lafayette, you motherfuckers. But, uh, but hey, maybe Alabama's other teams can do good. Like maybe I think Ole Miss goes to Baton Rouge. If Ole Miss can win that game, hey, maybe we'll be talking. Maybe Bama will be number one. I don't know. But uh, like I said, I kept the top five. Uh, I'm sorry, the top four the same. Top five, Penn State jumped in. Oklahoma dropped back. And that's what I got it at right now. And I think it's fair. I think it's fair. You can tweet me and ask me why I think it's, if you have any problems, sure. I think this is a very fair system. I think it's much better than the current system we use. And uh, yeah, that is my top 25. Hey guys, by the way, thanks, thank you for, uh, for, for all the Twitter interaction and also uh, the comments on iTunes. I appreciate that. I had that guy tweet me some negative shit about, uh, or not tweet me, comment me on iTunes about the drinking thing. Okay, look. Shit happened. I was in Vegas. Whatever. Uh, but I, I appreciate some of you guys' responses, and I encourage, I, I would love to see more people leave us some comments on, on, on iTunes, because that really helps us get followers. If they can, people browsing iTunes can say, hey, what is that? Oh, 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 look at all these good reviews. No? Help us out if you can. Just go to iTunes, Google, or Google. Go to the iTunes search engine, Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can also do it from Google. And if you could leave us a positive review, we'd appreciate it. Any of them. Any, any of that shit, really. We have it on all different platforms. You can listen to it if you don't have iTunes. SoundCloud. You can do it on SoundCloud. And, uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitter at the SGP Network. You can find Patty C on Twitter at Patty C831. I know he's not here in the studio. But if you want to tweet at him and talk some shit, do it. And you can find me on Twitter at the Colby D. I appreciate everything, guys. Appreciate all the feedback. This has been really fun for me doing my own show this year. And, uh, yeah, we, we continue. We hope we can continue to, you know, develop it and get the soundboard and everything going. But this is the first road show. So I'm going to go back into the forest. You know what I mean? Try to fucking do some camping or something. You know what I mean? Not really because I'm in a hotel room. But signing off from Sequoia. This is the college experience. My name is Colby Dan. This is the top 25. Stick around. We got the six pack coming on the sports gambling podcast with Sean and Ryan soon. And then me and Patty C will be back in studio coming Thursday. Once again, guys, I put all the, I put the spreadsheet out. If you're not listening and you didn't know spreadsheet will be out on Fridays. Uh, you can always tweet me in or I'll cover the Thursday game. If you want to tweet, I'll try to tweet it out, but yeah, FYI. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. I also write up a review or a, uh, a, you know, I preview an importance guide, go through every game played. Well, mostly every game. I did forget the Purdue game this week, but hey, check it out. It'll be out published probably Thursday or Friday. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. This is Colby Dan signing off from Sequoia. I'm going to go eat some granola and fucking fuck a bear. All right. Boom. I'm out of here. Signing off.